You are absolutely immersed into the Chaos Cast, hosted by Two Jerks and a Dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting as we stiff arm your trash fantasy football team, your only place for chaos fantasy shenanigans. I am your host, Brad Kreger. In this episode, we have special guest hosts, Rob Tinsley, the commissioner, Levi Basham, Joey Hayes, and his son, Sawyer Hayes, who breaks down the draft order positioning. Uh, We're also going to look at rules changes for this episode and we have a interesting round table for everybody let's get into it all right fantasy nerds on to the next segment which is going to feature the commissioner rob tinsley and he's going to break down some of the rules changes that were voted on uh by all you nerds and uh we're really gonna you know really i guess before i actually hand it over to rob you know this is all about continuous improvement on the podcast in the league we want to get better we want to make the league better we want to improve upon um and make changes that are going to improve upon the the content of the league the scoring and uh how we engage and interact as teams within the league so with that i'm going to hand it over to rob he's going to break down uh, the the changes that were voted upon. Thank you for that uh, kind introduction, sir. <clears throat> so everybody voted, and uh, thank everybody for voting because uh, I didn't have to chase anybody down. <clears throat> so I will say that um, I was very satisfied with all the responses for the most part. Um, one thing I, I do want to add as a caveat is uh, Amanda Shelley calling me and telling me she voted uh, a certain way because, well, she's new to fantasy football. So I'm just going to tell you, Amanda, as your commissioner, you better start studying if you want to win some games. So with that out of the way, uh, first thing up here on the uh, on the voting were the league fee changes. Um, after 80% of folks voted um, for this, the $50 buy-in winner gets $325, runner-up gets $175 administrative fee, which helps with the draft as well as the uh, year-end awards. Uh, so that change is approved and adopted. So it'll be $50 buy-in this year uh, versus the 30 from from last year. The second item was winner takes all it's a separate pot and everybody voted for this it wasn't whether we were going to do it or not we were going to do it but i wanted to gauge how many people were interested in doing so so uh basically it is uh, separate from league fees you don't have to play if you don't want to but it is a 50 dollars buy-in and whoever has the most points um most points for uh wins winner take all tiebreaker would be win loss record um, the next item was for the roster change for Flex and QB. 40% of you all voted to leave as is. 20% of you voted to drop the Flex spot and add second QB slot. And 40% of you voted to convert the Flex spot to allow quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. So as league commissioner, I have made the decision because 64% of people did vote for change that we will be converting one of the flex spots to a super flex for quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. So that is a change approved by the league, as are all changes. The next item was the draft order. 
which we have gone through and picked the names. Uh, 70% of you all voted to pick names out of a hat in the podcast. So that's what we'll do. Weekly Pick'ems on the podcast. It's also a separate pod. It's a $20 buy-in. Every week, you submit your picks of the league on the text line, and winner with the most correct pick'ems wins the pot at the end of the season. 70% of you all voted for that, so pretty good amount of you all are definitely going to be in on that. Uh, for the record, all fees will be collected uh, day of the draft, and then pots will be paid out um, at the end of the season. The last item on here was for scoring change for defense. 60% of you, actually 70% of you voted for leave as is. So there'll be no change to scoring. So all in all, it was a good voting. Uh, I'm very satisfied with the the outcome and the way it went through. Um, and I look forward to doing this moving forward every year um, so we can all vote on changes together to keep improving the league. And maybe someday we'll be on ESPN. Who knows? All right, Rob. Appreciate that. So, some exciting rules changes, and I just kind of I get would like to add that uh, it should be interesting to see how the superflex affects you know not only people's drafts but you know their uh, their starting lineups and, and roster changes. It's another it's another position to consider depth. Uh, it's another position to consider flexing in. Uh, whether you may you may have a, a wide receiver and a running back there that are that are closely, you know, projected, and you've got a quarterback that that could also be in the mix. So it should be interesting to see how this affects team owners, the way they draft, the way they start the rosters, the way they manage their teams, the way they pick up players throughout the year. So uh, I, I really think that's the biggest rule change and uh, will, will have the biggest impact. It'll be interesting to see just how much of an impact it has. Um, but other than that, I think we're uh, I think we're going to move on. All right, everybody. And so now we jump into what everyone's been waiting for in the offseason. What's going to be the draft order? Where am I going to be picking? my dominant players this year so we're not going to waste any time we're going to jump right in this we have special guest picker with us today sawyer hayes who's going to be picking from a hat that levi has uh constructed for us so uh sawyer just tell us a little bit are you excited yes and actually i thought we were picking our nose i don't know where we're picking names <laughs> well rob's picking his nose right now so uh <laughs> it's all good hey we all got a smile on our faces where football is upon us it is right around the corner and uh let's get into it guys we have the draft order to get into so we're gonna the way we're gonna do this we're gonna start from the 10th pick and work our way down to the coveted number one pick and so without further ado here we go. Special guest picker Sawyer digs his hand into the hat. And who do we have? Brad. Brad! <laughs> <laughs> With the 10th pick in the 2023 Chaos Draft, Brad Kreger, Black Sunday, will pick 10th. Guys, any any thoughts about that uh, at all? I mean, it's, who cares, right? I don't know. I mean, I honestly think you'll be right there with me in the final game, so it don't really matter. Love that. I'm I'm glad we did the reverse order. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> yeah, that, we just all dodged a bullet here. But yeah, yeah, yeah I guess um, I'll take it. All right, 
10th pick is in the books. It's going to be myself. We're going to move on. The hat is shaking. Sawyer, go ahead. Who do we have? Joey. Joey Hayes is going to be the ninth pick. The fourth in Niners. The intoxicated, the intoxicated All-Stars is going to be picking ninth in this year's draft. Um, any thoughts from from you guys? Uh, I think it's a perfect spot for him. You know, he can get, you know, uh, Ronald Jones from that spot. He can get um, Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah, plenty, he will, he will plenty definitely... good players from that spot. <laughs> I'm just going to say, uh, Joey, that, um, that that ninth spot is probably where you end up in the final season, oh! season standings. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Joey, you're not going to defend yourself. What do you think about the ninth pick? I like it. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll get a good pick on the on going up, and then come back second round. I'll get another good pick. Uh, you guys are rough. Uh, I think I'll be all right, and yeah. I think I'm going to prove a lot of people wrong. Uh, I do realize um, I heard some of the podcasts that my dad listens to. And uh, I hear you all talk trash about my dad, and he told me something on the way here. And I, I don't know if it's true or not. He says you all talk trash about him because he's so good. <laughs> oh, with that, we're going to move on to the eighth pick. Oh, that's, that's rich, Joe. Why do you lie to your son? That's, you shouldn't do that. All right. All right, now that we got the tenth and the ninth pick in the books, we're going to go on to the eighth pick. The hat is shaking Sawyer is making his pick who do we have Rob 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 the Cleveland Steamers is going to be picking eighth so it's going to be me Joey and Rob back to back to back there um I think Rob was kind of looking for that middle ground pick I mean that's probably more towards the back of what you were thinking but what do you think Rob you know what I'll take it Regardless, I'm still going to beat the living crap out of Derek's team this year, so it don't matter. Again, like I think we dodged a bullet with the reverse order because like three of the people that got picked are like everyone that got picked are is here physically. <laughs> so, yeah. so I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the picks, Sawyer. I'm, I'm watching you though. You hear that, Sawyer? Yeah. You need to start doing better. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're on to the seventh pick. Let's see if it's me. We got the hat. I hope so. Sawyer Sawyer is excited. Who's he got? Yep. All right, he's got the pick. The pick is in. Derek. Derek Basham <laughs> is going to be the seventh pick wow. in the 2023 Chaos Football League draft. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not scared. <laughs> Don't scare me none. Rob? I couldn't be more scared of nothing because Derek Basham is so unterrifying. Uh, yeah. yeah, Rob, you got the, the Hayes-Basham sandwich going on. <laughs> uh, do you feel any worry being next to Joey and Derek during the draft? You should. Uh, to answer that question honestly, no. 
Fair enough. All right, guys, we've got the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth picks in. So now we're starting to count down to the number one pick. And Sawyer is really getting excited here. All right, so wait, let's go ahead. Let's get get in get your dig your mitts in there, buddy. Who we got? Lance. 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 Lance is going to be the sixth pick. Wow. I don't know if Dalvin Cook will still be there or not. He probably will be. Depends on if he's Justin Jefferson could yeah. be there too. Now, just there. Does Minnesota still have a team where they fold? Yep, the, the Minnesota Homers is Lance has now taken over the team and uh, changed their team name just like you know a lot of teams are doing here these days. Uh, but Lance gets the sixth pick. I'm not scared, are you? Uh, to be honest, that's kind of where I wanted to land was fifth or sixth, right in the middle of the pack. But uh, I'll take eighth. Uh, uh, I'm hoping uh, um, Derek and Joey uh, – do real poor in their drafting ability, which I'm sure they will, oh, they cons- will. considering their, what their teams look like usually. Derek just got lucky last year, but luck is definitely not on your side this year, Mr. Basham. Yeah, not too worried. I, that just feels like a Lance pick, number six. Like, mm-hmm. just that's just the perfect spot for him. I'm, I'm imagining that. Guess what? Number five. Yeah, in is it Mister Mister Average going to be number five? Oh, we'll see. Oh, so we've got we've got some suspense starting to build now because Mister Average is still on the board, along with some other chumps uh, who are going to be picking picking in the top five. Like Amanda Shelley. So now here we go. We have the top five. We have the fifth pick coming down now. I'm going to hand it over to Sawyer. Uh. I got something to tell some people before I uh, pick this name. Uh, if there's anyone that's familiar with FNAF, uh, I, I have to tell you that the FNAF movie, um, I'm not sure if there's a delay still for it, but it is coming out on October 27th. Woo! Good plug. All right. Good, go. Great plug. All right. Now, now for the fifth pick. Amanda. Amanda Shelley. <laughs> oh, God. Drafting in the five spot. That is a – that really should have been Mr. Average. That really should have been, you know, right down the middle, you know, right in the middle of the, the median or the average of the data set. But we get Amanda and, you know, hey, Amanda had a nice season last year. We'll see if she can duplicate that effort. What do you guys think with her being – picking out the fifth spot yeah she had a nice effort because Derek drafted her team oh hold on hold on let me let me also include Amy Basham into that because it was a team effort she Amy probably helped Derek too um but regardless Amanda Shelley um I could see her doing some good things this season I could also see her finishing dead last so we'll see what happens great analysis there Rob um Maybe a new Mrs. Average. Oh, I like that. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We will see indeed. All right. We got Fellas, we're down to the top four picks. These are the big boy picks. I mean, you're talking about 
what Christian McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson. You're talking about possibly uh, a Tariq Hill or uh, a B. John Robinson if someone's so daring to do so. But we've got Jeff, John, me, and Jason left. Jeff, John, Levi, and Jason on the board. Don't let it be Jason, number one. And we've got the fourth pick going out right now. Sawyer. Or Jeff. Do your magic. Here we go. All right, here we go. Uh, I don't know. Have we gotten Levi yet? We haven't. We got John right now. John. John Spears with the fourth pick. I think he's going to like this one. So let me give me a little commentary. Uh, I, I really think John likes to be in that top five. Uh, in fact, I know he does after speaking with him. So he's going to get, you know, one of the coveted, you know, elite players in this year's draft. Uh, Zeke Zeke's Zeke is not going to be in the top four this year, uh, but you know, he hey, he could surprise everyone and take Tony Pollard. He loves Tony Pollard. So, um, all right, John being at four, any, any thoughts on that? No. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, like, I I think. I, I think you're correct, Brad. This is where John wants to be. He doesn't want to make the choice of from the top guys, He but he wants a top guy. So I, I think it's a perfect spot for John. Yeah, he definitely likes a guy on top. Wow. Wow. All right, we're going to move on, guys. We have three picks remaining, and we have Jason, Jeff, and Levi still on the board. So one of these th- lucky three are going to get – McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson, who knows who else? What do you got, Sawyer? Jeff. 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 The slop nasties is going to pick in the three spot. Probably not going to land Christian McCaffrey here, and I know he's had him in the past. Uh, Could have been a man crush if he had been the number two or number one pick, but looks like he's probably not going to get McCaffrey although you never know uh you know Levi and or Jason may surprise what do you guys think about Jeff Jeff at the the third spot I I think that uh it's not a deserving spot for Jeff I mean Jeff should be 10 here um you know what maybe we'll give Jeff nine um again he'll probably finish next to Joey but uh yeah, good luck, Jeff. You're going to need it after you stole the um, Alliance uh, Award. Uh, I mean, third pick, I, I think most everyone's jealous of that. I think I uh, accept the two people that are left. Oh, wow. Very good. Very good. So and, it's, uh, it's all the marbles now. It is all the marbles. We have two picks remaining, and we have – Levi and Jason left on the board. So we're going to. If you take Christian McCaffrey, I'm tackling you. (laughs) We're going to make these picks. Sawyer, do the honors for us. Uh, uh, um, After I pick this, which we got Levi. Oh. I'll take two. I'm cool with two. Uh, I do have to say that uh, they they messed up with something in the FNAF movie. What they did was um, in the regular FNAF lore, Mike um, Mike Afton was uh, 
William Afton's uh, son in the game, but in the movie, uh, Mike Schmidt, which was in the game, was Michael Afton's cover-up name after the bite of '83. Uh, but uh, they didn't go for that, and surprisingly. Um, and it is really surprising to most people that know about FNAF because, um, God, what was I going to say? But <laughs> let's, uh, also, we got an uh, update for the FNAF movie, or not the FNAF movie, the Minecraft movie, which, which I was surprised to hear about, and, uh, I learned about this on YouTube, and I saw that Jason Momoa was supposed to play Steve. Ah, so Steve. that's that's guys, surprising. Guys, guys. hey, nice. every, look, everybody out there in the audience, you thought that this was a sports podcast. No, this we also dive into pop culture. We dive into movies and entertainment. Right. We dive into what all of you care about, and uh, Sawyer has been. Uh, nice enough to indulge us there with with that. Now there's really not a whole lot of suspense here with the last pick, uh, but maybe Jason got kicked out of the league. Let's see whose name is on that last piece of paper. Um. Also, yeah. Uh, uh, I think you all should have a segment where uh, if I'm with my dad, you all should have a segment where I come on and do m- movie. News and oh, stuff. Well, that's actually well, a good idea. You know what? We're gonna look into that, but let's look at the number yeah. one pick. Who is it? Jason. Jason, Jason. Faggot is gonna be the number one pick. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, guys. So there is a draft order, and uh, before we move on to kind of overall thoughts, I mean, Jason is a former champion under Rob's Chaos League, and uh, has now earned or got lucky to uh, receive the number one pick. And um, it should be interesting. And will you guys have any thoughts about Jason and what he, what he might do with that pick? Is he going to take McCaffrey? Is he going to take Jeff, Justin Jefferson? Or could he? Could he take Lamar Jackson? Well, don't waste your time on Lamar. He's a great player. But, um, you know, if you're going to take anybody, it better not be McCaffrey. That's all I'm going to say to you, Jason. I know you're listening. Don't touch my man crush. But uh, yeah, actually, I'm I'm pretty happy with the way it turned out. I, I would I would hope that I'd have been able to get like fifth or sixth spots where I was hoping for. But I'll take eight. Um, Brad, you're getting the double pick there at the end. So I mean, it's it's not all bad. You get two really good points players out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I just know that uh, this year it looks like from the draft order, looks like there's going to be a lot of chaos in the chaos fantasy league yep um I'm, I'm happy with the two spot i know that i'm gonna get the person that i want uh don't think don't believe jason's gonna pick him and even if he does it's, it's still okay i'm still gonna win and uh not too concerned about jeff <coughs> being picked next to me either so i think i'm in the the best spot i could be Guys, we are three weeks, count it, three weeks till draft day. And we now have the coveted, highly anticipated draft order 
So everybody out there, go ahead. Start digging into the stats. Start looking into the strategy. Start looking at your draft position. Start looking at players who may or may not be available that you want at that draft position. Start thinking about how you want to put your team together. Do you want to double up on receivers in the first couple of rounds? Do you want to double up on running backs? Do you want to mix it up and have a diversity? Now that we have uh, some possible rule changes, there may also be some uh, additional uh, draft pick considerations in these uh, coveted first few rounds of the draft. So, um, guys, I'm 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 pumped for it. Looking forward to the draft to draft night. And uh, now we have the order. We can all kind of sit back now and th- start thinking about our strategy yeah, and what you want to do. So we've got the, with the tenth pick, we have myself, Black Sunday, followed by Joey Hayes with the ninth pick, the intoxicated All Stars. Rob Tinsley, the commissioner, is going to follow that with the eighth pick, followed by last year's champion, Derek Basham, with the seventh pick. The sixth pick will be Lance. Lance Frick's going to get that. And then the fifth pick will be Amanda Shelley. And then you get down to the top four picks. We got John, Jeff, Levi, and Jason rounding out the number one pick. So, guys, there's your draft order. Uh, Sawyer, thank you so much for participating into the podcast this week. Your uh, insight into FNAF was amazing, and we look forward to to more of that type of banter uh, moving forward. But, yeah, we'll move on to the next segment in the podcast. All right, everybody. It's uh, now for the new uh, weekly or, you know, podcast uh, special segment we have, our roundtable. We we got – this time we got myself, uh, Rob Tinsley. Brad Kreger and Joey Hayes. Uh, we never know. Sorry, he might come back into the room and, ch- and chime in if he wants. Um, but we just, you know, take the time to like maybe talk out what we thought of the new rule changes with the league, or any kind of thoughts they have with uh, fancy news. Because um, so I'm thinking like now with the super flex, you know, the two quarterbacks. And we got the draft order. Wondering like how how our quarterbacks going to get chosen this time around? Are they going to be the same, or maybe go a little earlier, or you know maybe they maybe they should be just treated like running backs, where you just you know take as many as you can. I'm not sure. What, what do y'all think? Yeah, I I think. When it when it comes to to that specific question about about the flips the superflex, you know, I would I be surprised if a team took three four quarterbacks even in their draft? I mean, we're talking about what we have sixteen slots I think available. Um, you know, so if if you if you want to go quarterback heavy, you could. Uh, you could go the other way. You you could you know load up on receiver and running back and. Um, and really just start one elite quarterback, uh, you could go that route. Uh, and and I, I don't know what would be best, to be honest with you, but I think that's part of what makes this interesting is, you know, yeah. hey, this is gonna, this throws kind of a wrench in, in the potential, you know, draft strategy and, yeah. and how you set your lineup. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how it affects everybody. Like it, it could change the order of things. Like, if you think that you're – not able to get Austin Eckler, but maybe, maybe you are with the two quarterback. Exactly. And if you're in the, 
you know, seven eight spot, maybe you can get that mm -hmm. that Cooper Cup. I just mm -hmm. for you know, for me personally, you know, looking at the change, and I'm glad everybody voted for it because I think it'd be interesting. But ultimately, who is going to be the person that back to back to back to back draws quarterbacks? I don't see anybody doing that. Um, me personally, I don't see anybody doing that. I could be wrong. Jason or Jeff or somebody might get the wild hair up their, their behind and go, you know what, I think I'm just going to draft all quarterbacks. Just stick quarterbacks on their bench. Who knows? But I think if you, you – know, my, my draft philosophy is you know, get a quarterback early, but not too early because there's a lot of good wide receivers and running backs out there that are worth more in the end than those quarterbacks will be. Just my, I mean, that, this is my thought process. Yeah, I mean, I I get that, but like, like the I I feel like it'd be real fun to have a team that everyone's like, oh crap, I'm playing against Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes this week. That's true, <laughs> but what are the odds that somebody's going to draft those two guys though? That you know, back to back. I mean, what are the odds? I mean, we're not going to know until draft night. And ultimately, somebody might go, you know what? That's actually a good idea. Leave us to do it on the podcast. I might just do that. You know what I think? <clears throat> this is what I think is going to happen. I think that most, if not all, the league fantasy owners are going to be hesitant to, to be the first person to jump at a quarterback. But I think once that happens, it's going to spook everybody else to start picking quarterbacks. Like, just quarterbacks like high cakes. Right. I, I think – yeah. I mean, I, look, uh, yeah. there could be a quarterback going the first round. There could be two quarterbacks going the first round. I would, wouldn't so, think there would be very many more than that in the first round. But the second and the third round is going to be interesting. That's that's really going to be the rounds two, three, and four is is to see how people value that position. So, like, I would how agree. many, mm. like, are there for quarterbacks, like, say you want one of the top quarterbacks, how many of them are there? And are you going to be able to get one if you don't jump at them? Right. <laughs> exactly. And th and that's – I mean, if you're looking at elite top quarterbacks, there's roughly five, in my opinion. Just just looking currently at, at, at projected stats for, you know, games that are coming up, uh, you know, this weekend through next week. I mean, you know, you've got Mahomes. You've got Allen. Hurts. Burrow, which we, him, he's questionable because he, he hurt his he's little leg. The, he's got the calf in Yeah, he hurt his little leg, so he's going to limp around leg. like a big prima donna. Yeah. You've got Fields. I think Fields is going to do some good things in Chicago this year. I think he's going to be one to watch. Um, Geno Smith, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't put Geno in there. No, but, you know, I mean, just the, the, the people I've mentioned, those are going to be your tops. And I don't think anybody is going to be able to get two of the tops. I could be wrong. Brad could turn around on on his very first pick and go, you know what? I want Mahomes and Allen, and grab them. Yeah, it's possible. I, I think I think someone at the end could. Yeah, it's, maybe want to it, do that. And it wouldn't be so terrible, would it, to have Mahomes and Josh Allen? As no, your, I mean, I, I think I think that that would that would I definitely mean, put you in a good spot. I mean, you're pretty much guaranteed thirty points a week from each of them. Exactly. I mean, yeah, let's go. And, you in a good and spot. that's. Yeah, but I just but I just you, don't you see that happening. You're probably not going to have uh, elite running back or wide receiver. That's true, but Correct. quarterbacks are also less injury prone than running backs and receivers. Mm -hmm. You know, you yeah. you don't see quarterbacks missing a ton of time unless you're Andrew mostly. Luck. 
Yeah. We saw what happened. Uh, it, it usually happens to one or two that, quarterbacks a year. From that crazy franchise. That, uh, let's not Bruins, let's not talk about my, let's not talk about my Indy Colts. Is, is Joey going to pick Brock Purdy? I think that's the question. <laughs> Joey, would he, he might be a sleeper I, in I this think, case. I, well, yeah, sure, he could be. be. Brock Purdy's probably getting drafted. I'm mm-hmm. say that. In the, in, mm-hmm. I could say that that he's probably getting drafted uh, yeah. come uh, August 26th. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when. Like, it'd probably be like you know, double digit, double digit rounds. Uh, I would, just, I would think. I'm just, I'm interested to see where Jason drafts. Like, him being first, like he's got every choice in the world yeah. to pick from. Yeah, and what if he chooses the wrong choice, and well, just totally ruins it. Like Jonathan Taylor, <laughs> exactly like Jonathan Taylor. I mean, what? I mean, you've got a lot of good players out there in the NFL right now, but you know, one thing that's always come down is that you know, you've been first, you've always drafted good. I've been tenth, you've drafted good too. I mean, in my in my opinion, ten's not bad. One's not bad. You could look at one being bad because you have to wait it to go all the way down and all the way back. But right. you still have that first pick that could be something phenomenal or just a turd. I mean, Brad, we mm-hmm. talked <clears throat> off podcast, but you, you said that the number one spot had, hasn't won before. Or was that? And I, in in my research, that I've only gone back uh, three years, and but no, in the last three years, the number one pick has not won the championship. Um, uh, what were those three years? Yeah. Well, in fact, um, the champion had the, if I recall correctly, the eighth, the ninth, or the eighth, the tenth, and the seventh, something like that. It's all in the back end. So the back, you know, back the back end of the draft has has been the most successful in the last three years. Which I mean, it sounds right that me and you are at the very back end. That's of the draft. right. That's I right. Mean, that, 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 Cham- oh. Championship material, uh, man. I want. You know? I'm glad you brought that up, Rob. Uh, I know I, it's I, always bringing the rear. Uh, well, and nobody's definitely going to want to get into an alliance now that they know that we're drafting basically on the back end of the draft, which has been the successful draft position. So, yeah. uh, I mean, Great. you know, I'm, I'm not sorry about it. I'm not going to apologize about it. Um, I'm quite happy about Y'all it. Need all the help I'm, you get. Yeah. I'm not worried. Y'all will screw it up somehow. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're wrong. That's why you're wrong. <laughs> this this why, year, no. there's no mercy this year. The no. Cleveland Steamers are coming out the gate steaming like something that I ever steamed before. You've been to, you ever seen a big city where they had the steam coming out the grates? Well, just think about this: the Chaos Fantasy League. You've got the steam coming out the tunnels onto the football field. That's 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 me, baby. That's me chugging along, and right there next to me, right there next that's to me, right. that's right. spreading the black. That's right, Black Sunday. That's right. It's like a dark, dark night with lots of that's steam right. and turds. That's good. <laughs> well, uh, I'll just I'll just say that Sawyer heard that. Put a period that, behind that statement. Look on his face. <laughs> Uh, I guess so. All right, so guys, look, we, we've talked a lot about the quarterback position and the rule change, and rightfully so. Um, but you know, what about what about some other, I guess, strategies? Or, or uh, now that you maybe you know your draft order, or you know others' draft orders, uh, is there anything, any trends that you may be able to, I don't know, for, forecast or see? Uh, occurring um, do, do you do you have in your head uh, a, a draft strategy are you looking to load up on a certain position 
I mean, not to share your whole strategy on the draft uh, on the podcast, but I don't know. Just in general, what are your what are your guys' thoughts? I mean, I, I always go every year. My my strategy changes depending on how many beers I have before the draft. Um, but this year, I, I've got a good strategy of what I'm going to do. Part of that strategy that I can I can release to the general public, i.e., you all, is that uh, I'm going to sit back and watch one through seven make terrible picks. Yeah. So then I can come in with Brad and clean house. Oh. I mean, it's just the way it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, just the I way it's got to be. I, I love that strategy, Rob. I think that's, I think that's spot on. I, you know, I, and. And, and I cannot wait, like you, I cannot wait to see some of these laughable picks that start coming off the board, even in the first round. I, mean, I have a feeling Jason won't let us down. Right. I mean, it, it, he he could pick Mark Andrews with the number one pick. You talk about a man crush. It, he, the man loves Mark Andrews. He could also, loves it. He could also pick Odell Beckham if he wanted to. Yeah. Well, so, I mean. Yeah. He's, he's going to have the opportunity to get Mark Andrews out mm. Assume. Like he's in that that spot where, but but will he? The question is, it's like he's got all this stuff to pick from. What are you going to pick? Knowing Jason, he likes quarterbacks, so it very well could be the very first pick out the gate could be Patrick Mahomes or yeah Allen. I mean, he, those two right there could be his first pick, and I wouldn't put it past him because he likes quarterbacks. Mm. I, I I think that's uh, that's in question. Like, there's probably, I mean, maybe eight, nine picks that are unreasonable. So, uh, I think everybody's going to have a good first round pick, or he's, he's going to be happy with their yeah. first round pick. I'm interested uh, to see what the champ picks because he's coming in, and, and historically, when you look at, you know, I'm asking you this, Brad, mm-hmm. but when you look at the, the league, when someone has won the championship, they tend to finish towards the back the next year, right? Is that basically – I haven't seen anybody finish up like super close to first place after they've won a championship. I, I'd love to agree with you, but I don't have that data in front of me. Okay. Well, I'm uh, just going to make it up and go with it. Okay. Just because I don't think it's I mean, happened. It, you may be right, Rob. I, thought, I, I can't I confirm. I setting Brad up for – <laughs> the back, the back. No, 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 no. But no, y'all just, like, I just, y'all just like drop the pass there. No, I'm just, I'm just like seriously, like, I've, uh, you know, where will, where will the champ finish? I, I'm just curious. Will he finish? Will he win? Doubtful. Like beyond doubtful. Like well, the Earth could end before that happens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he's gonna have to draft his own picks. This I don't I don't know if Amy's gonna help him this time. Um, she'll she'll have to if he wants to win. Um, like I I heard she was taking credit for you know some of his picks. She she uh, I mean rightfully so I mean she did she did she did do a lot of the legwork for Derek and Amanda. So well both both of them have to prove Indeed. themselves. That she, like it wasn't a fluke for Derek and then oh it was a fluke and then for yeah, Amanda was, like I should have won beginner's luck. And I, I happen to know, like, I, I know who Amanda wants and to take in the first round. But I don't know if she'll do it. Fifth pick she's got, right? Is yeah. It, is it a terrible uh, Chicago Bears player? Oh, it's a good Chicago Bears player. Uh, they actually have good players? Uh, yeah. yeah. They still have a stadium? Uh, they're building a new one. Oh, okay. Mm. I they were still playing at a high school. Mm. 
No, we, uh, uh, all joking aside, uh, with taking the quarterback early, there was arguments last year that uh, Josh Allen or uh, Hertz could have been taken number one because they were yeah the at the top of the most fancy points, and so like it wouldn't have really been that ridiculous to take him number one. Nope. So. But with having you know potential for another quarterback, kind of you know, makes us makes us look at it more closely now. So we'll see how it goes. Well, yeah, I mean, I, you're almost. I, I would I would argue that every team's almost going to want to draft at least two quarterbacks. I agree. I, because if not, you're going to be left behind. Uh, mm-hmm. Because there's going to be teams that draft three, if not four, quarterbacks. Now that you can play start two. Uh, and that wouldn't be a terrible strategy for a draft strategy at yeah. all. Uh, so it's so so that would that would mean that some teams may be stuck with having to pick you know backups off the waiver wire or you know hope for injuries something like that. Uh, so this is really I mean I, I don't think this can be overstated. I know we've said it m- multiple times, but th- this change is really going to change the way we we look at our draft. And in particular with quarterbacks. In fact, I, I know that I've I've never drafted more than one quarterback just because I knew that, you know, if he didn't work out, I could probably pick up one off the waiver wire. That's not going to be the case this year. Yeah. You're not going year. to be able to pick up a quarterback off the waiver wire. They're all going to be gone. Yep. There's some people last year that drafted three quarterbacks. Are they going right. yeah. to draft four or five? Exactly. I, me personally, they I'll, might be I'll only draft two. I will only draft two because of the simple I, fact that there are way better running backs and wide receivers. And this being a PPR league, I mean, running backs are catching passes on top of wide, great wide receivers. You would be you'd be doing yourself an in-service if you just drafted quarterbacks. Like, I, I'll put this out there. Like, if you have two really good quarterbacks, I think that's all you need. But if you have maybe one good and like right. one mediocre. mediocre. Mm-hmm. I think you want a third or fourth just so you have that selection. You're not going to be able to like on waiver wire day be able to pick up Kirk Cousins or oh, he's uh, going to be on a roster. That's true. Or Jared Goff. He's going to be on a roster. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not going to be on the waivers. Yeah. No, they're going to be gone. They're going like, to be gone. You're going to be looking at um, Sam Howell. Exactly. <laughs> like or Desmond Ritter. Baker Mayfield. Here's another thing that I thought of, which I mean is with every year, but bye weeks when you know you, you're going up against a team that has two starting quarterbacks, and you know you got a bunch of people on a bye, you're going to be in yeah. trouble. I'm glad you brought that up about the bye weeks because that's something that I've always struggled with when drafting. Is I'm like, you know what? I'm like, yeah, there might be three or four people out on a bye this week, whatever. Then it ends up hurting me, and I and I get destroyed. So that's one week, but, right? But yeah. still, that one week it, could potentially it cost means you a the lot. Playoffs, it, <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it depends. Like you kind of like on draft day, you're like, fine, I'll take I'll take that one week off. But like, what if you're like two and four going to that? Right? Yeah, you need exactly. It, it kind of mm-hmm. depends on how your season's going and where you want that. Anything's possible. But, I mean, you know, you've seen the point swings. Look what Derek did to me. When he, when he cheated that last game. I mean, <laughs> how, how did he cheat that last game? He cheated. But that's all I'm going to say. Wow. Yeah. 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 Why well, you let cheating go on your league, bro? So it's 
How do you how do you stand for it, this? It had something to do with ESPN's algorithm and the way they calculate the points. I think, Rob. Yeah, I think, I, so I think too. that's where this I, was. I think so too. Uh, it's kind of like the voting machines in Georgia. Yeah, you know, you know honestly, <laughs> that that really grinds my gears. Something terrible. <laughs> Stupid computers. Hanging <laughs> <Hey>, chats. <laughs> No, I, I think it's you know I mean Derek won fair and square. You know there was no cheating. I just I, I like giving him crap, but it, it's it's one of those things. It's like you know you got a player that goes off and drops an eighty bomb or a ninety bomb. Yeah. It's like how do you recover from that? You know, and it's just bad luck. It's it's bad luck that week to play that guy. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you know if you're in a competitive race, like majority of the season. Last year, everybody was competitive. We didn't determine yeah. who was not going to go to the playoffs until like the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and even, matter of fact, even the last game of the season before the playoffs, we think we still had some people up in the air. So, you know, I like that we have a league that's close like that. And, you know, that we, we have the, the, I'm trying to think of the word to spit out, but the competitive nature. Yeah, with between the rosters, and I'm hoping that this year, that with us getting the quarterback position in there with the rest of the flex spots, you know, having that super flex, um, that people don't jeopardize their potential. Because, like I said, I don't see people you know drafting a ton of quarterbacks in the beginning, but if it happens. You know that could be the end of their season. This is this that now that we've had some time to chew on this. This is kind of what, yeah. You know, I, I hate to almost try to predict what's going to happen in the draft, but I, I don't. What I think you're going to see is I think you'll see more of a typical draft, uh, a typical draft early in the first two or three rounds. Uh, but but I think what you'll start seeing is quarterbacks. Where a team may have picked a quarterback in the eighth or ninth round, we're probably going to jump up to more of the sixth, fifth, or sixth round. And then what I think you'll see is, I think you'll see a rash of quarter, quarterbacks going in our, the last two or three picks of yeah, their drafts. I, I agree They're going to want to snag up that rookie or a guy who could be a backup who could supplant a starter. There, you know, you're. I think you're going to see some running backs go off the board yeah. late in the draft, just trying to make that. Just trying to fill your roster with potential guys that can really, you know, can can be plugged into I, that flex I, spot. I, I think this is going to help. Uh, there, I've heard from various people, um, whatever we've had, we've had extra bench spot. Like we've argued having an extra bench spot, and people were like, yeah. "Well, like we don't want, we want to be able to pick up people off the waiver wire." When there are more quarterbacks picked up, that means there are more wide receivers running Correct. backs. On Correct. Correct. Very wide good wide. point. Yep. Uh, very good point. So, like, people yep. are going to fill the rosters. I think this is going to be good overall. There might be some, like, top-heavy, like, two quarterbacks are, like, I have to win with these two quarterbacks teams. But I, I think that's a strategy. We'll find out if it's a, a winner or not or a dud. That that that's a very good point. In fact, you know, you start thinking about because you know every team's going to have injuries, and as you start experiencing injuries, uh, I get you know, of course, depending on the the position of your injuries, you still have to make a consideration. Maybe you have two quarterbacks on your on your bench, and you know, maybe a receiver or two and a running back or two, and you really don't want to get rid of any of your receivers or running backs. Are you going to drop a quarterback to pick up you know yeah. receiver who got hurt? 
Uh, are you or are you going to try to you know switch out one of your receivers on your bench for another receiver, which I think to your point you said is going to only feed the waiver pool to be more yeah. you know heavily geared towards running backs mm-hmm. and receivers being out there available for pickup, which could make for a more, much more interesting um, you know uh, uh, waiver period. So. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of fab changing hands. Sure. I, I do see a lot of fab spent this year. Um, I went back and I checked, and there were still several teams with more than $200 in their uh, accounts. So I think this year uh, that will change. There will be more people close to zero, if not at zero, before the end of the season. Um, but one thing, too, I do want to say, you know, talking about quarterbacks and all that, um, before you draft – you might want to make sure the person you're drafting is not injury prone. And I'm going to say that because over the last several years, I've drafted people who are injury prone and it's come back to bite me. So, you know, if you're going to put that into your game plan, that's probably a good idea. I, but I don't know if that, like, I, I, I kind of like tend towards the strategy of being more risky. Just like, I would rather try to roll the dice and go first, you know, and but potentially be last. But, you know, I had uh, just as much chance as first or less, or instead of being like middling, like make right. the playoffs and then lose because yeah. your team isn't strong enough. That's true. So, like, I, true. I, I, I tend to, especially in draft, I tend to, you know, pick the players that maybe you don't or shouldn't, but. <laughs> How'd you finish last year? <laughs> well, in the regular season, was seventh. <laughs> You're 500. <laughs> yeah. You broke 500. That's, that's fair. Yeah. You're kind of, kind of average. That was kind of average. average. (laughs) But, Uh, last. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Guys, any other thoughts? Uh, Any, uh, uh, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Had uh, three, or he suspended for three games. Is anybody still on his fan list or his fan club? I am. Kamara's my boy. I'll always be a fan. But, I mean, that doesn't mean... I'm going to go crazy and drafting crazy early or anything, but uh, we'll see what happens. Well, if y'all if y'all leave him there, I, I'll snag him. I think I'm out on him. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. You know, uh, Alan Kamara in the last two seasons has started a decline. And I know he's had some injuries, but uh, even when he's been on the field, uh, he's he, he's declined, you know, from his, from his prime. So – now, I mean, is he is he capable of? Because I, th- I think he's still in his twenties. I think he's twenty eight ish, if I recall correctly. So uh, I mean, he still has some tread on the tires, I think. Uh, but he could be considered a risky pick, and especially especially he's going to be missing. He's gonna, you're going to be missing with three games with him, and um, you know they got a they got a hot rookie there in New Orleans, Kendry Miller. Yeah. I mean, what does he do the first three weeks of the season that, that Kamara suspended? I mean, if he really comes out like gangbusters, I mean, it could be his job to lose. And, uh, you know, not to give away a guy that I like. In fact, I mentioned Kendra Miller on the last week, last podcast as a potential breakout player. But um, so, you know, go ahead and steal him. I, I'm, I'm kind of got – I've circled him on my list. But uh, – uh, I figure somebody probably like Derek would steal him from me. Yeah. Uh, so if he is up on my roster or in watch, his roster. You know, watch her with your back end side of the draft. 
Yeah. I mean, if if he's no, still sitting, if he's still sitting out there, round us, ten, he's going to take you know bad picks. Yeah, I mean, you know, depending on who's out there, bad boys and whatnot are out there. You know, ninth, tenth pick, I may have to be like, you know, well, that might take this guy after all. But I think somebody would probably draft him well before then. Probably Joey. Joey's got Ronald Jones circled. That's all I know. Uh, we're not always going to be blessed. With he got, Ronald Jones. Speaking of that, he got sus- go he got suspended Ronald like three games too. Ronald Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> what? Like, Does it really matter? Like, he wasn't going to see the field anyway. That's what I heard about that. I'm confused. Did he take he, he's, huh? he taking, was it steroids? Yeah. Was, I heard it was something, man. There was something for his heart something. or something. Ronald Jones is on steroids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might want to uh, supply a refund. I think they gave yeah. him saline in those yeah. <laughs> Whatever it was, it's not working. Yeah. Still got tiny legs, huh? Mm. Uh, anybody else have any questions or anything? Uh, I mean, about? I just... Uh, excited for the draft? I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very much excited for this season coming up. I've actually been looking forward to this season for the last several months. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to get back into it, get back into the banter. The only thing I ask is that for, uh, you know, make sure that you all are using the uh, official text line. Uh, don't put it on mute or whatever the hell else you all channel, did last channel. year with Channel B. Yeah. Have your Channel B, have your fun. But, uh, you know, we're on there having a good time. You know, it just uh, – just just have a good time banter back you know anything anybody needs in the you know for the leagues post in there yeah. questions concerns so do i have a, a late text coming in from one jason faggot who drew the number one pick his text reads podcast draw question mark i guess he wants us to reveal the draw before the podcast the well, podcast is revealed. tough sorry poopies. tough poopies, that ain't happening bro you're just gonna have to wait, and when you when you hear it and you hear this, you're gonna be like, "Oh, I'm so happy! I got first draw." Yeah, yeah. Well, don't. Like it pretty much sounds like do 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 do. So, anyways, <laughs> just be happy you got the first draw. Put your whining because it's what you did last year a lot was whining, and uh, enjoy making a crappy pick for the first pick and then losing out on a bunch of other good picks because the rest of us paid attention in class. Wow. Wow. Wasn't bitter at all. Clown. Uh, I'm excited. Love you, Jason. The the team logos. I think they all look cool. Yes. Thank you to Levi for that. Shout out to Levi for doing that. For sure, man. Also, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Excited to see all the koozies when they come in. Yeah. uh, For the people that ordered them, they should be there before the draft. Uh, the only one that's kind of iffy might be Lance's, but everyone else's should be. I mean, that's that's Lance for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we we'll just like his Lance's team. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm gonna make taco dip, so Nora's excited about that. Yum! Right on. Delicious. That uh, sounds delicious. All right, well that, that'll do it for the round table. Uh, Till next time, and uh, y'all better study up. This I'm not going easy on you all. Uh, this year that's right get ready all right chaos fantasy dorks the pre-draft podcast is a wrap the draft order is in and the new rule changes are all set but as always continue to leave your smart mouth comments and filthy smack talk on the chaos group text line set your lineup work on that smack talk game and remember nobody 
cares about your crappy fantasy football team.